J Files on Double J. Well, it's been days now and you change your mind again. In 2010, Angus and Julia Stone released their monster second album, Down the Way. It was a career-defining record that won the brother-sister duo five ARIA awards. It became the highest-selling Australian album of the year and it pushed their music out to a huge global audience. But the success came at a price. Not long after it was released, Angus and Julia Stone ended their musical partnership. I'm Gemma Pike. This is The J-Files. And the boys go After releasing their debut album, A Book Like This, in 2007, the Sydney siblings fast became one of the most beloved acts in the country. It wasn't long before they were touring overseas, supporting artists like David Gray and Martha Wainwright. When we were on the road with um, Martha in Europe, we, um, we, we got to know the band pretty well. That tour was, for me, was, um, something else, just uh, looking over when you're playing your show and seeing... All the crew, you know, um, Martha's band watching and, you know, people you've looked up to from when you were a kid and um, like Maddie Johnson that played on um, Jeff Buckley's album, Grace, and uh, Brad Alberta is just an amazing um, bass player and, and Martha and her family and her stories. Coming off stage and them telling you, you know, how a song of yours made them feel and then you exchanging that um, that feeling and telling you about, you know, what effect they've had on you in your life. Um, that was amazing. Couldn't believe it when I found out because, I mean, that was a big record for, for me growing up and Angus as well. And we were playing in somewhere in Scandinavia. It was a really... Um, weird backstage area. I remember it was like a spiral staircase down into the basement of Dungeon sort of vibe. And um, yeah, and Brad, I think, was like, you know, Maddie played with um, played with Jeff, and I was like, Jeff who? Jeff Buckley? Oh, oh what? What are you? Oh, you know. And I walked into the room, and he's the most down to earth, beautiful guy. Angus and Julia told Lindsay, the Dr. McDougall, that during this time on the road, they were writing and recording songs for their second album. It was basically when we had time between tours. I mean, it was just a situation where we're always writing. We've always got these songs that we want to lay down and, you know, we'd have a week off here or a couple of weeks off there and it was really wherever we were in the world and people we'd met at at shows that had studios that would be like, yeah, come hang out. And mm-hmm. and so we'd rock up there and get out our guitars and, and work. Just a spoonful sugar makes the medicine go down. It was recording in an old sawmill and the only way of getting to the studio is by boat. Wow. Or you walk the line down the railway. Sweet Mary Jane. We uh, went there and uh, that's Won't where the solo was done. And I really enjoy that song. It holds us 
a strong postcard of uh, being in California. I lost my heart in California. I lost my mind. Who did you have to say, oh, I reckon you should do this or maybe don't do that? Like, did you have anyone? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The songs, they're kind of... Um, there, there are at times where we sort of edit things along the way. Yeah, I, I think because there's two of us in there, you know, we sort of are... It's, it's like, you, you know... I mean, we certainly listen to what everybody's doing and everyone mm. contributes for their parts. And that's, we worked with some really beautiful musicians and great engineers. And, but yeah, when it comes to one of those moments where it's like, are we going to leave this in or are we going to take it out? I mean, Angus or I will have, you know, mm. a final decision on that because it's just, it's always easy if, um, if I can't make a decision, Angus will. And if he can't, I will. Angus and Julia Stone's relationship deteriorated after the release of Down the Way, but while they were making it, things were good. Whatever Julia does, I'm so inspired by with her songwriting. It's kind of, I couldn't imagine sort of altering it in any way. It's always really free and, um, and it just works. so much cooler when everybody's just free to do what they do and I think there's a natural feeling of trust in the room and mm. and you know and and it, and it does kind of make it a really fun fun process to do it like that Angus flew over to New York where we mixed it and we still wanted to record more. We recorded one last song which ended up being the, the secret track on the record and um, yeah and we had about 25 to cut down to and it was really tough. It kind of comes down to um, a solid game of rocks, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite mentally um, disturbing at times how much I get flogged. <laughs> <laughs> I swear she knows what I'm going to do all the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that or flip a coin. It was like, you know, you're kind of fighting for some songs and you don't know why. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it gets really confusing. Like, what what are we going to do? And I think a lot, a lot of our decision on this record was what we were most excited about playing live. Way cleaned up at the Aria Awards that year, and the album's standout, Big Jet Plane, was voted in at number one in the Triple J Hottest 100. Originally recorded by Angus Stone in 2009 under a solo project called Lady of the Sunshine. 
It became a hit after the siblings re-recorded it together. Angus Stone shared the story behind the song with Tom and Alex backstage at the Big Day Out in 2011. It was at Woodford and it was melting hot and I went down to Stony Creek and I met a girl there and she was a goddess sparkling in the sun and the, the, the water and um, <laughs> we kind of had a thing and had a bit of love and, and I had to split uh, to go on tour and, um, and I didn't see her again and I wanted to take her with me but I couldn't so I wrote a song about it and... Yeah, have you have you seen her again since Angus? No, never seen. Her. Oh. and does she know? She knows the song is written about her. No, <laughs> that's she amazing. She does now. She does now. There we go. I'm sure she's listening. I'm sure she's tuning in. Yeah. Uh, it has been a huge year for you guys with awards and arias and the like. What is uh, coming at number one in Triple J's Hottest 100? Uh, where does it rate amongst all the other accolades that's been thrown upon you over the last uh, few years of your career? It's uh, by far the most goldest. Yeah. Anything. God, is your heart racing like yeah, my ears? I mean, it's crazy. It feels so amazing. Affection for this classic boy meets girl tale has endured. Big Jet Plane also cracked the top ten in Triple J's hottest 100 of the decade, ten years after it was released. Off the back of Down the Way's incredible success, no one expected Angus and Julia Stone to break up. But they did. We had made a decision that um, Angus and Julia were done as a, um, a group. We are kind of just over it, to tell you the truth. By the end of it, we are kind of... It had run its course. I think we just were ready for this change and, and we really were enjoying ourselves with our own bands and having total control and not having to answer to each other. So they went their separate ways and Angus and Julia Stone was finished. What happened next is one of the truly great stories in music. It's a story of burying the hatchet, reuniting creating something amazing out of the Ashleys. So we got this email and I was on tour and a friend of mine had read the email and she said, you have to read this email, this guy Rick Rubin, he wants to work with you and Angus. And I said, oh, well, we're not really doing anything. Like, you know, this is life at the moment. She said, you really have to read this and call this guy back. This was a big opportunity and we love Rick and we love what he does and he was really, he basically said, I want to make a record with the two of you. Like, that's just the way it's going to go. You either do this with the two of you or you don't do it. And so Angus and I had to start seriously talking about it and it was an amazing experience for us because we hadn't talked for a good year. Yeah. And we started chatting just about what would have to be different and how we'd have to work together and... Um, and that was really nice and slowly it unfolded that maybe there was a possibility that we could do something different this time, like actually write together, actually collaborate properly. She's just to meet you. She's just to meet you. 
So how did this legendary music producer whose credits include Beastie Boys, Metallica and Red Hot Chili Peppers come across Angus and Julia Stone? It was in Anguilla. I was visiting a friend. It was a dinner party and this music was playing during the dinner. And I stopped and asked what it was several times and every time I asked it was still Angus and Julia Stone. And um, as soon as I got back um, from the dinner... I looked them up online and then downloaded their music and have been a fan ever since. I think it was really the voices, the voices and the relaxed, um, there's like a relaxed confidence that they have. I could tell that the words were good, the feeling of the music uh, was very uh, believable. I just... I knew they meant it. You know, it, re- it, it was real. It, um, I don't know, it just spoke to me. And it, and it did it in a way that a lot of music doesn't. There was a certain feeling in their music of relaxation that just really resonated with, with me in a, in a deep way. See you later. The other interesting thing is that when you reached out to them after you got home and did some research and then you sort of put out a call to them, they initially, from what I understand, they initially said that they weren't interested. How did you feel about that? Well, I just didn't know. They, what came back was that they weren't working together anymore. I think they just had grown apart. It's not unusual for brothers and sisters to not always get along. And I think they were at a point where they weren't always getting along. And then I said, it's a shame. And then I said, well, you know, the the next time either of you are in the U.S., I'd love to meet. And then I met with Julia first and then later met with Angus. And then just through meeting them and talking about the possibility of working together, they came around to deciding that it was worth a shot. So Rick Rubin is the reason Angus and Julia Stone got back together. The result was 2014's self-titled record, Angus and Julia Stone. The Resurrection album landed at number one on the Australian music charts and cracked top ten across Europe. But Rubin told Triple J the album was a success for other reasons. The beauty of the record is through the process um, Julius told me that they're closer than they've ever been before, and it's almost like the record is the sound of a family healing. I think you can hear them caring about each other on this record. It was really fun, and it was a pleasure coming to the studio every day, and um, they were they were really giggly and, like, you know, just like happy kids. It was funny. They were um, laughing at each other all the time, and... Uh, it just was a good vibe, really good feeling.
I'm Gemma Pike. Thanks for listening to The J Files. The J Files.